Welcome to the Truly Nourished Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women heal their relationships with food and transform how they nourish themselves in body, in mind, and in soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that help you find your peace with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. If you're ready to feel like a truly nourished woman, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. On this week's podcast episode, I celebrate a past client, Colleen, who openly talks about her relationship with food, where she was in the past and where she arrived at, and the impact of our work together. I'd love to celebrate women who are willing to open up and talk about their personal stories with food because it can provide so much value and connection for others who might be experiencing similar, maybe some of you listening. So in this episode, she shares her past relationship with food, also her past relationship with herself and how that impacted her relationship with food. She talks about how being an overachiever in life played into this food dynamic and how dieting also impacted her. And then the new things that started to happen as we worked together, such as feeling much better about herself, learning to feed her mind nourishing thoughts and the significant positive impact that had on her, how she started to naturally make different food choices without using control or restrictive methods, how she trusts her body now and how releasing perfection and black and white thinking improved many, many things for her. She also shares how she enjoys a new level of certainty and self-trust around being her own authority for her eating and body. And something I love, she mentions how this work is not an overnight fix, but It's the forever fix. Yes, I truly believe that as well. And lastly, the joy and freedom of coming out of self-loathing and into self-love. Have a listen. Enjoy. Today, I want to introduce Colleen, who's been a client of mine who I've been honored to work with. And I want to celebrate her today for the journey that she's been on and the way that she show up to receive the coaching and go through this process. And I remember uh, when one of the first times when we talked, probably you were telling me about what so many women struggle with that you were dealing with as well, just feeling out of control with food, um, emotional eating, like the lifelong struggle with food and weight that so many women relate to and experience and just the, the constant obsession and worry about food the urges to constantly want to eat food and just the feeling out of control, I guess is the best way to summarize it. And so thank you, Colleen, for being here to share your journey and to also give women some hope and inspiration that might feel like they're in a similar place right now. And so I'll let you share in your own words, just kind of where you've been over the course of your life in terms of that um you know, relationship with food and how that has affected your life over time and, you know, whatever you feel comfortable sharing in terms of your history and what that's looked like for you. Okay. Well, thank you, Rebecca. Um, You know, I have struggled with food and being overweight 
my entire life. Um, I have, um, just, um, really struggled, um, physically with being overweight is one thing, but, you know, I just felt so negative about myself and just really felt so hopeless. And, um, I always felt like I was never enough. Um, I had to be an overachiever in, um, other areas of my life to, uh, I felt like I needed to compensate for being overweight. And, um, I, I just in looking back, just remember, I, I actually just hated myself and treated myself like that. Um, I, um, did a lot of punishing things to myself. Um, I, you know, would limit my social life was really limited, um, for a long time because I just, uh, felt like I didn't deserve friends and didn't deserve to go out and have fun because I was overweight. Um, gosh, I don't know what else to say. Um, I have just, you know, struggled my entire life. Um, I went on my first diet when I was eight years old and that began, you know, 50 years of (laughs) just trying all kinds of crazy, crazy things to lose weight and nothing ever worked permanently. Yeah. Well, I want to honor you for sticking with it, for never giving up hope, even on the times where you probably felt hopeless, like you said, like there was a spark inside of you, something inside of you that was still hopeful. And yeah, starting your first diet when you're eight, that sets you up for a lot of a lifelong, a lifelong struggle with food for so many women. I think they're going to relate to that in terms of Often it's the dieting, you know, we diet because we see it as the solution and it's what we're basically taught to be the solution. But unfortunately, it can also, for so many people, end up being the biggest problem in our life. And until we really truly heal the relationship with food in ourselves, we just stay in that cycle of um, overeating and dieting and regaining and losing and just all that. And so would you mind sharing just a little bit about maybe some of the things you tried in in terms of diets in the past or even like negative experiences or positive experience with dieting that turned negative if you just want to talk about the dieting in general and how that was for you over your life? Sure. Um, You know, I think that I have tried everything that's out there, Rebecca. Um, I have, um, is it okay to mention things by name? Yeah, totally. Uh, Oh, okay. So I um, have tried uh, Atkins, um, hypnosis, um, diet pills, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, Metafast. Um, you name it, if it's there, I'm going to try it. And, um, I, when I was on these different programs, I just was so strict with myself and would follow them to the T. Um, 
until I stopped losing weight. And then it was, I just thought, oh, I'm a total failure. I'm not doing this well enough. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not being strict enough. And so that would always begin kind of a downhill um, slide into just beating myself up. And um, I, I became a very black and white. I was either a good person when I was dieting or I was just like a total loser when I wasn't dieting. And um, I always felt so positive and so wonderful and like I had finally gotten it when I um, had lost weight. Um, a couple of years ago, I went um, on um, a program that was really, really calorie restrictive. And oh my gosh, the weight was just coming off and I was just feeling so good. And I got rid of all my fat clothes and um, bought an entire new wardrobe. And I just felt so good about myself until the day I got on the scale and I had gained three pounds. And I was just like, just horrified. And I thought, oh no, here I go again. And I'm, I'm a horrible person. Um, and I started slowly regaining, um, all the weight that I had lost plus, plus some. And I, I just got to where I didn't want to go out and do anything. I didn't want to be seen by my friends or my family. I was embarrassed and, um, you know, I just remember looking myself in the mirror and just going, you're such a loser. You're just such a loser. Um, and when I talk about um, feeling hopeless, I mean, like, I don't even deserve to live. Um, and, you know, out of that, um, and that's, what do I want to say? Um, and out of that, feeling of just not being good enough. I, I look back on my life and I see where I chose relationships um, with people that treated me like I wasn't good enough. Um, so it was, it, you know, it, it's just been a vicious cycle. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is yeah. like powerful in a, like it's a sad thing, but also it's so powerful and it just shows that, you know, once, once we start on that dieting pathway where we get into the, the black and white thinking, the all or nothing thinking, like I'm, I'm good if I'm losing, I'm bad if I'm gaining and how that starts to slowly degrade like the relationship with ourselves. Sometimes the relationship with ourselves is already kind of in trouble and then we start dieting and it, it kind of just like adds fuel to that fire. And, uh, and then it, like you said, it started to show up in other ways in your life with your relationships with other people and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it's almost kind of hard for me to get back there because so much has changed. Um, and so I wish I had more words to describe that, that darkness that's, you know, that I just lived in, um, for so long. Um, it just was a scary, scary place to be. And honestly, when I started working with you, I felt like it was my, this is my last hope. Mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I talked with you about wanting to do things with my grandsons and wanting to be healthy physically and emotionally and be able to be there for them. And um, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was so wrapped up in um, self-hatred um, that I couldn't be there for them. And I... I didn't want to be seen out in public with them. And I, I just thought, oh, they're probably so embarrassed because I'm overweight and I don't want to be that grandma. Um, and really, um, so when I found your program, it really was kind of like, okay, this is it. This is, you know, this is the last thing that I'm going to try. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm so glad you found me, <laughs> and I'm so glad that your, your grandsons were a big motivator for you because I there's part of me that wonders, like, if they hadn't been part of your life, like, if it could have gone a different way, and so I'm glad that they were a huge inspiration and motivator for you to, like, I'm going to try this one last thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, You know what? I don't want to sound dramatic or anything. But I don't even know if I would be here right now mm. if uh, it wasn't um, just wanting to be there for my grandsons because I really had truly just given up on myself. Yeah, that's powerful. And thank you for sharing openly with that about that because I know that there's going to be women that hear this and that's going to resonate at some level for a lot of people. So thank you for being real, authentic, vulnerable in this moment and, and sharing that. Sure. And so let's, let's switch over. Let's talk about what's more positive now, you know, let's focus on the good. And so thank you for going there. Yeah. So let's talk about like maybe some of the biggest shifts or breakthroughs that you've had in the past few months, whether it's with food, with how you relate to your body, how you're relating to you know, that relationship with yourself. What would you like to kind of celebrate as the biggest shifts and changes for you recently? So, you know, I, I think the biggest shift for me um, over these past few months, Rebecca, has been how I feel about myself and how I treat myself. And, um, you know, working with you, I really had to step away from the concept of black and white thinking. And, um, you know, I was either good or I was, you know, terrible. Um, and I realized that that, that way of thinking and relating to myself is, for the most part, gone. I, every once in a while I catch myself and, but I catch myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think that I told you this story about how excited I was the night that I was uh, going out to dinner and I had decided ahead of time what I was going to have. And on the way to dinner, you know, all of a sudden I thought, Oh, well, I'm going to have dessert too. And I, I just remember taking a couple of minutes and pausing and just going, you know, I could have dessert, but I'm going to choose not to. And I just felt like that was such a victory because 
before that, I just felt like I was, you know, every whim was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to do that. And, or I'll, you know, I'm going to have dessert tonight and I'll start over on Monday. Um, you know, I had a lot of Mondays, (laughs) um, but, um, I just the way that I, I just think about myself, um, and, um, through your program, I've learned to start catching those negative thoughts as they come up. And instead of going, Oh, this is terrible. I'm having such a negative thought. Um, I shouldn't be thinking this way. What am I doing? Um, I just take a step back mentally and just look at that thought. Like I see it actually bounce in front of my eyes. And I just ask myself some questions about that thought. I ask myself, is that really true? And where did that thought come from? And it's just, it's amazing to me that I'm able to do that. And I do it on, uh, it's becoming um, my way of, of thinking and dealing with life. Um, so it, it's just been an evolving process. And, um, you know, out of that, learning or genuinely loving myself now, I find that I'm just naturally making better food choices. Mm. It's, it's all just kind of a natural thing. So. Oh, I love it. I kind of always describe it as you're, you're coming back home to yourself, like in, in terms of like tuning into your body again, like what does my body truly want and need like coming home to yourself in that way, but also just coming home to yourself in terms of I am my best. I'm my best friend. Like I only got me, you know, we have all our family and friends and the people we love, but when it comes down to it, we only got ourselves like, and you experienced over your life. Like when I don't got myself, when I don't got my back, how painful that can be. So, Oh, that warms Uh me. I love hearing yeah. that you genuinely love yourself. That's just, oh, that gives me goosebumps. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think that um, I one of the things that I've really come to realize is just that is that I really believed that I could not trust my body. I could not trust my body to tell me when I was hungry and when I had had enough to eat because my entire life I've just done this like autopilot of, oh, I'm on this program and I'm supposed to have a quarter cup of this and a half a cup of this. And even though I'm still feeling like I haven't had enough to eat, I have to stop. And, you know, then I would just be setting myself up for a binge because I would just be so hungry that I would, you know, go face first into the refrigerator. And, you know, I don't do that anymore. Um, And what I especially love about getting to know me again is that I accept that I don't have to do anything perfectly. Mm. You know, that idea of perfectionism um, is not even in my realm of thinking anymore. And I don't know, I just can't thank you enough for, um, working with me because I really feel like you've given me a new lease on life. (laughs) 
That is exactly why I do the work that I do. Like I, I literally could like cry right. If I let myself, I could cry right now because, oh yeah, I'm honored. Like, thank you for receiving the coaching and, and in having that like little spark of hope and your grandsons to like kind of pull you into it. And uh, I just honor you. I celebrate you. And I'm so, so, so incredibly happy that you're in the place that you're at right now. Thanks. You know, I am too. And, um, I don't have, I don't have any doubt that I will get down to the body size that I want to get down to. Um, and I don't have any doubt that I won't, I'll never go back to that, um, negative self-talk and that self-hatred that it's just, it's just gone. And it was, um, it was an evolving process. And when I first started working with you, it was like, I just wanted the instant fix. Honestly, I did. Um, and, um, I just came to understand that it's a journey and it takes time. And I really love that I've been able to experiment with some things and some of those things have worked and some of them haven't worked, but I don't beat myself up for the things that have not worked so well for me. I'm just able to go, well, you know, that, that just didn't work well for me. So I'm going to just tweak it a little bit and move forward instead of beating myself up and going, Oh, throwing my hands up in the air and going, well, I just can't do this either. That, you know, that whole way of thinking is just gone. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for being so open to the process. Thank you for trusting the process. Thank you for just being the woman that you are truly. You're just, oh, a, you are a light Colleen and uh, it's been, it's been a pleasure and a pleasure and I just not, can't wait to continue to see it unfold and for you and how it unfolds. And I, so like, we'll just kind of, yeah. And I would love to give you an opportunity, like in terms of like wrapping up the conversation, if you have any words of hope or inspiration that you want to give others, like anything that you'd want to say to other women who might, be experiencing where you've been in the past and in that emotional state of complete hopelessness or just self-hate, all that kind of stuff, what you would tell them? Um, I, I would just really encourage um, anybody to, um, to not give up. And um, if they have the opportunity to work with you, um, to exactly what you said, just trust the process and it's not an overnight, it's not a quick fix, but it's a forever fix. And, um, you know, just hold on and, and give it a try and show up every day. And, you know, my hope is, is that you'll learn to love yourself just like I've learned to love myself. Beautiful words. I, I echo that. Like anybody listening, that is my hope as well, that you just learn to love yourself. 
And you, uh, you absolutely can. If that seems completely foreign or like, no, that's never going to happen. It's absolutely possible for you. And freedom is absolutely possible for you. And thank you, Colleen, for, for sharing. I know it's just, it's like powerful. so powerful what you shared. And mm, yeah, I just, I just thank you from the bottom of my heart for being you, for for just doing this work and yay! I just yay! <laughs> Let's celebrate! Yay! <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And and um, you know, again, I don't think I could thank you enough, Rebecca. Um, you have always been so encouraging and so supportive. And I just really appreciate that you have always been available um, and that um, I just, I have always felt like there's absolutely no judgment coming from you and that you truly get where I was at the beginning and have just, you know, um, coached me along the way. And I think that the work that you do is truly um, life transforming. So thank you. Oh, isn't she so awesome? I love how far she has come into becoming more and more of feeling like a truly nourished woman, body, mind, and soul. This is why I do what I do. And one of my ways of feeling more like a truly nourished woman for myself is helping others get there too. Now I want to mention early enrollment for the peace process is open. This is the program and coaching space to help you find your inner and outer peace with food once and for all, to quiet the food noise in your mind and feel your power around all foods, to feel like you have that natural ease and control and empowerment in your relationship with food the way that you desire. If you relate to any of the things that Clean mentioned, the peace process would be a great place for you. And for those who enroll before January, you get special pricing and a private coaching call with me before we begin, which will help activate and jumpstart you in your brand new direction with your eating. Just message me on Instagram at Rebecca Laurel Hill or email hello at RebeccaLaurelHill.com if you're interested in being part of the peace process. I also want to mention my private wellness mentorship called Elevate. Elevate is a three or six month mentorship with me for women who want to elevate to new levels of ease and consistency in the areas of nutrition or sleep or exercise or just more feelings of inner peace and well-being. These are areas of my life that I have mastered over time. So this is for women who maybe feel like you're on an okay track, but also know there's another level you want to get to in terms of greater vitality and increased capacity for your life goals or career goals by becoming more consistent in these areas of nutrition, sleep, exercise, or inner peace and well-being. It's also especially for ambitious, striving women who feel like they've started to neglect their wellness or have been sidetracked from it because of other life goals. But 
you want to recalibrate and come back to focusing on your wellness and to experiencing elevated positive feelings around your health and have more of that vibrancy physically, mentally, and emotionally by prioritizing things like sleep, nutrition, mental well-being, and exercise so that you can feel energized, vibrant, healthy, focused, peaceful, productive, and just more connected to yourself. So if you're a woman who values getting your habits and practices around these areas of nutrition, sleep, exercise, inner well-being calibrated to where they can feel as consistent and natural as breathing, which is what has has become for me, which is why I want to offer this, that's who this private wellness mentorship is for. Just message me on Instagram or email me at hello at RebeccaLaurelHill.com if you're feeling called to that. Thank you so much for being here. Sending you lots of love. Bye-bye. Hello, beautiful listeners. If you enjoyed what you heard on today's episode, if you had some breakthroughs or an aha moment, I would absolutely love to hear what those were. Tag me at Rebecca Laurel Hill on Instagram, or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me get an idea of what's landing, what you want to hear, and more of what you want to go deeper on so that I can serve you at the highest level. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Let's all rise and change this world together by living as truly nourished women. Thank you again for being here. I'll talk to you in the next episode.